Okay, welcome to Akava Ships Podcast SNA Special, a focused interview in conjunction with the Surface Navy Association's annual symposium taking place just outside Washington, D.C. I'm Chris Cavus. My co-host Chris Cervello and I have been talking with key industry leaders about their work with the U.S. Navy, and they've been providing some great insight, as you'll hear right now. Today's Surface Navy Association discussion is brought to you by Raytheon Missiles and Defense. For more information, please visit RaytheonMissilesAndDefense.com. With us now is Larry Ryder, the Austral USA Vice President for Business Development and External Affairs for the shipbuilding business down in Mobile, Alabama. Welcome to the Cavish Ships Podcast, Larry. Thanks, Chris. I'm glad to uh, get the chance to catch up with you again. It's been a little bit. Happy has- New Year. Thank you, sir, and a, and a happy ho-ho New Year to you, too. It has been a while, and an awful lot has been happening with Austral USA in, in the recent uh, year or two. You are on the move. You are re, reconfiguring your shipyard in Mobile. You are expanding your business into California. You are starting to build steel ships, and you're continuing to build littoral combat ships and high-speed expeditionary trans, transports. So you guys are just darn busy. I think the most recent thing that has happened is this acquisition in San Diego of a shipyard, which gives you an entirely new physical presence out uh, on the West Coast. Can you talk to us about that? Yeah, Chris, thanks. It's, you know, just to hit on what you said, I, I think the last 12 months has probably been the the biggest shift in in our business in, in Oslo, USA, and in and what we're what we're doing down here the i think the most recent thing was the the next gen log ship uh design award but uh the uh the san diego facility was yeah that was a um something we'd been working on for quite some time um it's we've had uh, a plan to to get into the repair business um out in san diego on the waterfront and uh we are finally able to uh to put the deal together and um close on the facility on December 15th. We're in the process now of of moving in and um, working on the integration. We've got some um, capital improvements to do, um, but yeah, we, we've closed on the deal. We have put a dry dock on order. So the uh, the clock is ticking to get the um, the dry dock built and delivered and certified and in place into uh, into San Diego so we can start the, uh, the dry docking part of the business. You know, we're, we're pretty excited about it. The, you know, there's a demand there that the the Navy needs more dry dock capacity, especially for the uh, the small surface combatant size ships. And uh, you know, we're we're going to be there to meet it. Um, you know, we're, we're starting now with the topside work. We've been out there. We've we've had the prime on SEC West uh, for I guess about a year now, and um, we're working that. But uh, we're really counting down to get the dry dock in place. So you're all all of the ships, the littoral combat ships that you build. The, the independence class ships are all home ported in San Diego. So you're going to have this facility right out there. I know you've had uh, this, this agreement with Vigor uh, supporting their, using their facilities up in Seattle to, uh, to do overhauls of the ships. But this is yeah. going to give you a whole new presence out there. You're taking over, I think, a yacht club, uh, not yacht club, sorry, a <laughs> yacht builder um, yeah. that is actually an, a, south of the naval base itself right now is that is that correct correct the um yeah so what we did was we took over the lease you know the the land is all owned by the uh the port of san diego 
Um, so we we bought out the lease uh, from Marine Group Boatworks. They they have another facility farther south uh, that, that's focused primarily on on yacht repair. Um, so the facility we're taking over the lease on is immediately south and adjacent to the to the naval base there. So we've got a fence line that we share with the uh, with the naval base. So it, it's a pretty good location. The uh, the um, the dry dock is going to be right there on on the border between the uh, the two sites. Um, and as you mentioned, you know we've got uh, we we've delivered 15 LCSs, independent variant LCSs. They're they're all home ported in San Diego. Uh, so we, we think there's a pretty good base of business that needs servicing. The uh, you know we we've got a great relationship with Vigor. Uh, we've primed in their yard. Uh, we've subbed to them in their yard. But you know ultimately you want to keep the the sailors in their home port if possible and uh, just relieve some of the strain. And and this dry dock is going to to allow for that. Um, you know, How the, big is this floating dry dock? What's the capacity? It's 9,500 tons, so it's it's not sized to handle a, a a DDG or the larger ships, but um, you know we're focused on uh, littoral combat ships, both variants, uh, the frigate, um, you know, is the target market, but also you know coast guard work, EPFs. Okay. So you've also just got an interesting, as you just mentioned, uh, an interesting contract uh, to design the next generation logistics ship. That's a that's a new line of business for you, I think. Yeah, it is. We've, um, you know, part of going into steel, um, you know, opening the steel line was it, it, it opened up a lot of programs that, um, you know, we could we could go after uh, the we have a design contract for the light amphibious warship, the law that we've been uh, working on under contract. The uh, we were pretty happy to get the the win on the next gen logistics ship. Um, you know, they, they both, you know, the, the smaller midsize ships. Uh, that, that I think we we have proven our ability to build uh, in aluminum. Now we're going to do it in steel. Um, so we we've got those design efforts going on. We've got the uh, you know the expeditionary medical ship that uh, concept that we've been uh, developing is moving ahead. So we've got some good design work going down here going on down here. In, in in addition to the the production work, that's the Apalachicola. Is that right? The EPF fourteen. Well, yeah. I mean they're. There, there are two different uh, things. There's, there's the flight two EPF, which is, uh, which is uh, expeditionary fast transport with a added medical capability. Uh, the EMS. I think, I think I just confused the unmanned thing. Yeah. Yeah. There, there, there's, there's, yeah. There, there, there's a few things going on, right? The um, EPF thirteen and following is going to have the ability to, to land the Osprey. Uh, we, we've got the, uh, the deck solution for the heat is is uh, approved and in place so there's going to be that epf um flight two is also going to have an added medical capability um, that takes some of the seating area and uh, turns it into uh, medical spaces um, epf 13 is also going to have a, a capability to be operated autonomously the um, you know there was a an add to to that program to add that capability during construction so that EPF 13 is going to be delivered as a, as a ship capable of autonomous operations, which we think is pretty exciting. Um, so that's that's where EPF is headed right now. And then there's the expeditionary medical ship, which is a, a purpose-built clean sheet design of a, um, a basically a, a, a mini hospital ship, a medical ship. 
Um, so it's slightly different program, totally new design, uh, but also a, a large aluminum catamaran. Larry, this is uh, Chris Cervello. Thank you again for joining us. Happy New Year. Um, can you talk a little bit about um, some of the unmanned endeavors that you are working with the Navy uh, on? Um, you know, talk a little bit about uh, the type of information you're getting from them and what, what you're learning and maybe what, what you need moving forward. Yeah, Chris, thanks. Happy New Year to you as well. Um, yeah, we, we've been pretty interested in, in that, um, you know, that market. The, um, you know, it, it's developing. There's, you know, I, I, I don't think it's a secret. There's been some, uh, you know, stops and starts along the way as the Navy's trying to uh, figure out how the, uh, the unmanned fleet is going to integrate with the manned fleet and working through certification issues and a lot of, you know, hard problems. But I, I think industry is developing pretty well. The we're involved with the, um, you know, the, the SCO program uh, out on the West Coast. Uh, we are, um, we've got the contract on LUSV is, is one of the design contracts there. We've got the uh, autonomy package. It's going into uh, EPF 13. Um, our focus is, you know, we're, we're kind of focused on sticking with our core capability and that's the HM&E aspects of, of the autonomous ships. Um, the, the machinery control system and how the, the HM&E and the machinery control integrates into the, um, you know, the nav autonomy and the, um, the mission autonomy, uh, where you have other companies that, uh, you know, really have that core competency. Um, so we're, we're continuing to develop the, um, you know, the mechanical solutions as well as the, um, you know, the, the software solutions to, to integrate into the, um, to the mission package. So. It, it, it's something that, um, you know, we're, we're pretty focused on. It's, it's one of our lines of business here. And, um, you know, we're, we're watching to see how that develops. And, uh, you know, I, I, like I said, I think industry is ready to develop in the solutions the Navy needs. Um, you know, right now, you know, for instance, you know, LUSV is, is it's a little uncertain. We've got uh, a lot of industry investment in that program. Um, the larger starts moving to the uh, left again, and uh, we can start building those ships. LUSV, the large unmanned surface vessel, and and you've, you guys have done a lot of design work in both the large and the medium, yeah, manned surface vessels. I mean, it, publicly anyway, you seem to have done a whole lot more than than, than anybody else. Um, but you're also moving. Uh, you know, your yard was built to specialize in high performance all aluminum ships. And you're uh, you've now been moving very aggressively in to the the ability to build steel ships. So you, you've bought some other facilities down there. You've expanded your footprint in the Mobile area, and you have a contract now for uh, the TATSs or TATS, the uh, auxiliary salvage tug ships. Um, that's a you, I think you've got a contract to build two with options for three more. Um, and I think, I, I mean, part, part of that, I believe, was to give you all experience in building steel ships. Uh, sure. th th these are essentially commercial design ships. But you, you're you also looking at uh, becoming the second yard for the frigate, aren't you? It, absolutely. I, I, no, no bones about that. The, um, you know, I, I, I think we have we have specialized in, as you said, the, uh, you know, the high speed performance ships. But. I think really our, our you know, the, the secret sauce, so to speak, is is our production uh, processes. And, you know, we, we're, we're very heavily focused on lean manufacturing. 
and the, uh, you know, the move in assembly line, um, you know, you, you've seen down here. And that's, and it, it, it's those same processes, that same um, attention to, to reducing labor, learning um, is going into our steel line. It, uh, it, it's going to be run the same way in, in terms of, you know, how we approach it. So I think that's, that's really the, uh, you know, one, one of the things we focus hard on the, the tax program that uh, the Navy awarded us, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. It was a, um, you know, we, we, we really appreciate the help we got on that to, uh, to get that contract in place. It, 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 like you said, it's not a simple ship. It's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a dense ship. Um, but I think it's going to give us a great opportunity to get the steel line up and running and uh, start pushing some steel through there here soon. We're going to actually do the uh, the grand opening for that facility, that, that steel line on April 12th. And um, we've got, you know, probably about $100 million invested in, in doing that. We've got the latest and greatest uh, equipment and uh, automated equipment industry has to offer right now. So we're pretty excited about it. Well, it is. I mean, it is a period of transition for you. You've got both, both of your main lines. Um, maybe the end is in sight. Uh, certainly for a littoral combat ship, you can already see the end. How how many are you working on still down there? Yeah, we we delivered fifteen. We have four more uh, under contract. And yeah, like you said, it's it's going to be the end of uh, the line for you know what's really turned out to be a. a in spite of all the uh, initial difficulties, it, it's turning out to be a good ship, and uh, I think it's performing pretty well out in in Paycom. I, I, there's three of them deployed now, and you know the feedback we get has is, is been positive. So we're kind of sorry to see that uh, you know sunset of, of that line, but um, you know we're we're looking at where the Navy's demands are and, and the requirements. You know it's a different world now. The uh, you know the the Navy's requirements are, are moving towards, you know, more steel monohull and trading you know, some of that speed and performance for, uh, you know, survivability and some other features. So, uh, you know, that, that's really why we made the shift. All right. Well, Larry Ryder, thank you very much for being with us today. We've been talking to Larry Ryder, the Vice President for Business Development and External Affairs at Austell USA in Mobile, Alabama. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. It's always great to talk to you. This has been a Cava Ships Podcast SNA special brought to you by Raytheon Missiles and Defense. For more information, please visit RaytheonMissilesAndDefense.com. Please join us again tomorrow for more from the Surface Navy Association Symposium. Hey.